Smarto's publisher platform, SPX, is a mobile-first unified platform with a free mobile ad server, an ad network mediation, and private marketplace for exclusive deals. SPX delivers high fill rates and eCPMs for your mobile inventory because you're connected to more global demand sources than any other ad exchange out there. Not only that, but Smarto's proprietary decisioning logic called Dynamic Demand puts all of your demand sources in competition, which drives up your revenue. Smarto, S-M-A-A-T-O dot com. Sign up today and get, let's get started monetizing your app or mobile website in minutes. Splitmetrics is an A-B testing and analytics platform for App Store and Google Play icons, screenshots, and videos. They help to create the best App Store pages possible. Getting your App Store creatives right raises the chances of a higher conversion and higher volumes of organic downloads and better return for your investment and user acquisition. So to skyrocket your app downloads, sign up for a demo at www.splitmetrics.com forward slash app guy. That's www.splitmetrics.com forward slash app guy, all lowercase, and go and sign up for a demo. Thanks so much to Splitmetrics for supporting the show. This is Steve O'Hare. Uh, I'm a tech journalist at TechCrunch, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to the App Guy podcast. I am your host, it's uh, Paul Kemp, and this is the show where we go around and meet some of the great uh, business uh, founders, the uh, entrepreneurs, the uh, leaders in mobile. And uh, we try to help you as an app entrepreneur, app developer, uh, even if you're doing this as a side project or working in a startup. This is the episode for you because I have a great guest uh, he delivers huge amounts of uh, ads in an ad network. It's uh, called Smato, and he is uh, Ajit Pal Panu, and he is the chief business officer. Uh, so we're going to talk uh, to Ajit Pal. Uh, hi, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thanks, uh, Paul. Happy to be here. Uh, just one correction. We are actually uh, uh, not just an ad network. We are an RTB exchange, um, and you can call it a supply-side uh, platform, if you will. Yeah, please educate us, uh, Ajit Pal. That's what you're here for. We share. Uh, what what is it? Um, the, the, how would you describe yourself? Yep, yep. Uh, so, Smarter as a company has been around for the last ten years plus, and uh, within the last uh, three years or so, uh, we uh, you know we have uh, I would say identified an area where we uh, were able to demonstrate a lot of value. Uh, and that is essentially on the supply side of things. When I say supply side of things, means anyone who creates content, anyone who creates an app, uh, they are creating something that attracts users and audiences. Some of the times they can uh, generate revenue by selling something inside the app or charging for that app inside a store. But most of the times uh, they are uh, creating content and they're leveraging advertising to help them generate revenue. And we are a company that's built a platform that helps those guys get started without having the expertise of being an advertising expert internally. How do we do that? Yeah, sure. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, how, how do, yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> sure. Uh, so we 
first and foremost, anytime uh, you're uh, driving a vehicle from a point A to point B, you need a vehicle. And that's essentially a platform. Uh, what composes that platform is something that allows you to manage your entire monetization stack. So if you're selling any advertising to anyone, we call that direct sales. Um, if you are looking at someone in a programmatic world, helping you monetize that inventory, that's usually an RTB exchange. Uh, and then obviously, you also work with few folks who will take your advertising or take the space, uh, advertising space on your app a- and help you fill that with ads. Um, and most likely, those are ad networks who will be going out and reselling your inventory, if you will. In order for you to manage all three of those monetization stacks uh, is what we end up calling them, you need a platform that allows you to do that. And and that platform is called an ad server. So first and foremost, we provide an ad server. We provide an ad server that we built within the last 18 months. Uh, The reason I kind of highlight the last 18 months, it's an ad server that's built with all the efficiencies of monetization that are in play today. It's not an ad server that was built 10 years ago and we're repurposing it or we're selling it or we're handing it over to our app uh, developers, if you will. And I think the second most important point is this is a free ad server. You can go to smarter.com and you can, within three steps, sign up for it and start generating revenue for your app. So that's the first thing we do. Second thing is once you have an ad server, what the hell do you do? How do you make money? Um, right? Uh, obviously, if you have a sales team, you can go out and sell the ads. You can traffic that inside an ad server. Um, that's possible. But most of the times, you are good at building apps. You're not ha- good at going out and hiring a sales team and selling that content within those apps to attract advertisers. So in that scenario, programmatic marketplaces have been extremely helpful because programmatic marketplace is where a lot of demand partners, a lot of advertisers uh, are connected and they're looking for sources to help them buy inventory. And they do this in a very uh, fast-paced auction environment. So we own and operate of our own exchange, and we you'll hear me mention this as an RTB ad exchange, and we are very mobile-specific. Uh, this uh, exchange operates globally. It's got a total of 290 demand partners that are plugged into it. Happy to go into details. You can tell me uh, when it's too much or too little detail. <laughs> well, first of all, I mean, this is great because I do remember uh, coming uh, over... Uh, uh, across Smarto uh, way back in 2009. Sure. And um, the, uh, what I love is that you're helping app entrepreneurs. My big question to you is there's a lot of app entrepreneurs listening to this show right now uh, who uh, you know, are trying to kind of make an income on the app store. From your... Um, you know, you, the things that you deliver, the ads that you deliver, the, the app developers you work with, is it uh, is it possible for small independent app entrepreneurs to to make a living in this in this world now? Uh, of course, I think it's lots easier to make a living in this world than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago because you needed to own a printing press and you needed to not only own a printing press, you needed to also uh, find a method of circulating your message. Today, all you do is you build an app. And if you build an app that fulfills a need or a gap within the ecosystem, um, you go in and put that on really just two app stores, um, obviously iOS and Android. 
And once that's done, uh, if there's a need for it, either via word of mouth or either via some sort of creative marketing techniques, you will gain traction. You'll have audiences. If you have those audiences, advertisers are interested in those audiences. And if advertisers find value in those audiences, you have a programmatic way of literally not only attracting those audiences globally from that within that app store but then also monetizing those ad impressions or impressions where people are viewing content within your app either playing a game or they're essentially reading through something that you might have out there um, and, and you're able to monetize those audiences uh, within three steps if you will and, and actually, Ajit Pal, I was uh, wondering from your perspective, you know, the types of entrepreneurs listening to this show have uh, sometimes tens of thousands of downloads, sometimes, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of downloads. What kind of uh, revenue could they expect from monetization strategies that you offer uh, f for, uh, you know, several hundred thousand downloads, for example? Could you give us some sense of what we would like you to earn? Sure. Sure. Um, if you have several hundred thousand downloads, let's just say um, each one of those downloads um, happen to uh, come in and uh, you know spend time in your app and and they, um, uh, uh, trying to simplify the message here. So let's say they they go in and they click on ten things within your app. So that hundred thousand translates into somewhere in the ballpark of million uh, to two million impressions, if you will. Again, depends on your app, how much usage there is, how much time somebody is spending the app and uh, how much navigation there is and what are the things they're doing because every single time someone goes to a new page or new section of your app you have an opportunity to serve them advertising so let's just assume that number is somewhere between 10 to 20 for those hundred thousand downloads that adds up to somewhere in the ballpark of uh, uh, two million or so uh, views and let's assume they end up visiting your app uh, let's say uh, to be realistic uh, 20 percent of the time within a given month um, so that essentially translates into somewhere in the ballpark of um, eight or ten uh, you know uh, days uh, and you multiply that with uh, two million so you're coming at somewhere in the, uh, around 20 million let's say impressions on a monthly basis if that is the case um, 90 percent of your audience Again, these are all assumptions I'm making, uh, and uh, let's assume they happen to be based out of the U.S. Uh, so out of those 20 million impressions, uh, you have the ability to uh, monetize around, uh, let's uh, again, another assumption, 15 million impressions, for, uh, and those are U.S. audiences. Average eCPM, which is cost per thousand impressions, in the U.S., happens to be somewhere in the ballpark of a dollar to dollar fifty. Again, this is a global average or a very high level average. More uh, unique content you have, more targeted, better audiences you have, and we can talk about it at one point. Data allows advertisers to even buy that inventory more aggressively and then pay higher prices. Uh, examples of data is age, gender, and location. Let's assume uh, you're able to pass all three of those. If you're able to pass all three of those, you can probably generate somewhere around $3 CPM. Again, for this conversation's sake, I'll keep it very simple. A dollar CPM on average is what you're able to generate, and you have around 15 million ad impressions. So you're looking at generating somewhere in the ballpark of uh, approximately $15,000 a month. Uh, as an app developer. And then obviously, if you're running a pretty lean, mean shop, that's a decent amount of revenue. That is great and inspiring to know because, uh, you know, again, we have an audience that are really eager to, 
to try and carve out a lifestyle of as an app entrepreneur. Uh, so, so in terms of the monetization strategies, you mentioned lots of different figures there. Uh, what, what can we sort of target in terms of the best monetization strategies from your perspective? Uh, you know, that video, uh, banner ads, that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, it's a great question. And then the reason I was kind of thinking a little bit about it is because the, um, I'm also thinking about ad blockers that are being introduced. And I'm sure that's a pretty hot topic. If you haven't talked about it, I'm assuming you plan to talk about that as a topic. Yeah, well, that, yeah, well it's obviously a very hot topic for us. I mean, sure. What do you think sure. to ad blockers? <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, it's, um, I think they, uh, obviously no one is doing this for free. So I think anyone who is introducing anything that allows you to do ad blocking, they're looking to, for a way to make money. And if they're looking for a way to make money, uh, there's uh, usually, uh, you know, they're not driven by cleaning up the ecosystem. They're more driven by generating revenue for themselves. Um, however, I think as an app developer, the most important thing for you to monetize your audience is, and I think anytime someone is building an app, um, if they focus on the content and they focus on the context that content is being presented in. And they also incorporate advertising with those two themes in mind. And I think one of the easiest or one of the best ways uh, you will hear about uh, advertising being content and context relevant is anytime somebody speaks about native ads. Because native ads is nothing other than a custom ad unit. Custom ad unit where multiple assets are being communicated and you can plug in the advertiser's assets there that allow you to have a very soft message delivered in the form advertising uh, that does not overtake the content and uh, it definitely does not overtake the context when somebody's using that app. So if all of that is kept in mind, I think uh, yeah, you know, uh, that's the best approach a given app developer can take. What this also does is it does not make advertising more intrusive. It actually makes advertising more acceptable. But at the, at the same time, it also allows you to monetize your app while you're giving away free content uh, to users that are coming uh, to your app uh, uh, for the real reason you developed that app for. So I, I think those, uh, th that's the overall theme an app developer should think about is um, having they have full control of their app. They have full control of the content. They have full control of the context. If that is the case, they also have complete control of how the advertising should be presented. Um, and I think if all of that is done, ad blocking probably will not be as big of a topic. Uh, you know, actually, it just comes on the back of a few episodes before you, uh, episode 375 for anyone listening. Uh, we did talk about ad blocking uh, with the uh, editor at large at the next web. And uh, it was his view that uh, actually, uh, even though we expected this huge um, uptake of ad blocking and, and all the users will be using um, ad blocking it, he didn't think that uh, there was this big wave of um, you know people switching it on and, uh, and uh, it just seems like uh, that's kind of not a big issue but but um, would you agree with that 110 percent and the reason I say this is um, the amount of uh, inventory and amount of apps, has exploded. And I think even if people start blocking a certain percentage, it will have a very minimal effect. 
um, all, on the entire ecosystem. Um, and, and I think more importantly, ad blocking only plays a role when someone is annoyed. And I think if someone is annoyed from a given app and from a given experience, uh, that basically means whoever developed that app, they, they, they did not focus on user experience, they did not focus on their audience, and I think they deserve to be blocked. Um, so I, I, I agree. I don't think ad blocking will have any negative impact. Uh, if, if it does, it, it will have an impact uh, towards more cleaning up the ecosystem as a whole. And, and we were going to talk about the types of monetization, uh, differences between uh, video ads and all sure. the other stuff. And yeah, maybe we can go through that because there are developers who uh, listen to the show and would would kind of expect to know what would be the best to put into their apps sure. to sure. cause least frustration. In sure, sure. So I think uh, again, I. Uh, Big fan of uh, all the different formats, and I think uh, the way we look at the ecosystem is we look at a box. You have a box within your app, and the goal here is to present that audience when they're reading that content with the most relevant advertisement that is tied to the content, context, uh, and all other parameters where the advertising message is getting delivered to that given audience. And I think that's really what advertisers look for. So with that in mind, I, I, I don't think there's one or the other format that's better. I think if you have the ability to incorporate video, uh, obviously there's more value for video. But also at the same time, if video uh, volume grows significantly, you'll face a supply and demand problem. Uh, where basically there will be too much supply of video available that drives down the price um, and obviously in, uh, increases a lot of ad quality issues, increases problems. Um, so I think uh, it really comes down to is someone looking at the content and someone evaluating what's the best format I should be presenting the message in. And I think, uh, yeah, and this is why I mentioned the word native. Within a native ad unit, you can display content a message, you can control an image inside a message, but then at the same time, you can also serve something of a format which is a video inside the same ad unit. And I think that's really where it's going. So there, you know, I wish I had a simple answer for you to say, yes, everybody should do video ads because they generate a lot of CPM. However, if that video ad or the box is not relevant to the context of that given app or the content of that given app, then um, obviously you know you'll have bad audience or user experience, and eventually you'll lose uh, someone who's using your app. So I would say more to think about is you have a box and think about all different options of presenting whichever is the right format that fits into uh, the message you're trying to deliver as a whole. Yeah, what I'm learning from you there is just keep it relevant uh, to the user experience, and and uh, that's that tends to cause less frustration and more uh, monetization. Yep, uh, exactly, exactly. I think really when it comes to the formats and use supporting those formats, that is very simple and short. There's a lot of content that's available around it. I think we just recently released a monetization guide inside of our blog post area for app developers more than welcome to come and take a look at it. And I think the decision should be that you leave yourself open to all the different formats that you can accept. And then you also maintain control through an ad-serving platform where you essentially are able to plug in the right format that fits into the content and the context. Now it's time to thank my sponsors. 
Smarto's dynamic demand allows app developers and publishers to create a mini auction site inside Smarto's ad server. This allows for direct campaigns, RTB buyers, and mediation to compete based on price points. That means all of your integrated demand sources are competing in real time for one ad impression, which of course drives up your revenue. Imagine for a minute you integrate your app with Smarto and instantly access their global demand. You've got the controls to set the floor price and then decide how Smarto's integrated ad networks and DSPs plus your own ad network compete. As a result, Smarto's supply partners see higher revenues with this unified competition and Smarto calls it dynamic demand. Dynamic demand decisioning logic is why Smarto's publishers and app developers see higher eCPMs and fill rates. If you're just getting started, Smarto won't leave you out in the cold. Their hands-on account management team is there to offer you guidance on the best way to optimize your setup. Sign up free now at www.smarto.com. It just takes a minute and then you can get started to monetize your inventory. That's www.smato.com and get started today. Splitmetrics is an A-B testing platform that allows increasing your user acquisition campaigns return on investment, ROI. It lets you discover the most converting app page content like icons, screenshots, and video. Think of this kind of page optimization as your secret growth hacking tool. Splitmetrics helps you promote apps smarter and achieve higher marketing returns on your investment. We all know that most App Store page visitors will drop on the App Stores just before installing. Splitmetrics lets you measure your App Store page performance. If you can measure it, then you can change it. There's a new way to optimize your App Store presence. You can test out multiple variations for your App Store product pages and track how users react to different screenshots, titles, names, descriptions, video app previews, ratings and reviews, and app purchases and price. Publishers like Rovio 53, Outfit 7, and Plerium uh, use this platform to understand their behavior and adjust design to resonate with the audience, increasing their conversions by 30%. To boost your user acquisition strategy, get a demo at splitmetrics.com forward slash appguy. That's splitmetrics.com forward slash appguy, all lowercase, and go and book a demo right now. And of course, always say that you did come from this show because it helps the show and supports our sponsor. Thanks so much to Splitmetrics for supporting this show. And now let's return to the episode. So there are two more things, uh, Jeepal, before, uh, before we say goodbye to you, we'd love to cover with you. Uh, one is that we love to try and identify uh, you know, problems and uh, pain points uh, that our guests are experiencing. And I wondered, you know, like in your role there as Chief Business Officer, at Smarto, what what are the real pain points uh, you see in trying to do your role? Uh, and uh, maybe we could flesh out s- some kind of solutions <laughs> or even an app idea. Sure, sure. Um, so, what is the problem um, in my role? Uh, uh, thinking out loud. What's causing you? Yeah, what's causing you a real frustration? Sure, uh, sure. What would you? So, I think there's there's a lot of apps that are out there that allow you to. Um, uh, I would say manage uh, your day and manage all the different things you do during the day. So, for example, you can take notes, you can do a number of those things. However, the the, the biggest challenge, I think any individual 
uh, faces is how exactly the, do you uh, you know use that content and then you that content automatically uh, prioritizes itself based on. So I, I guess I'm talking a little bit about machine learning here uh, and the ability to not only just read that content but based on the content it prioritizes the given tasks you should be focusing on. Um, I, I, I think uh, all of that kind of comes back to is uh, being very efficient with your time and with, with the opportunity you have in front of you uh, uh, within a given day in order to address the most important items. Uh, and I think that's the challenge we all face is efficiencies around getting things done. I love that. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, machine learning as well for uh, things coming into us, uh, the way we choose time, even if it's just a few minutes here and there, uh, trying to focus time. Uh, I, I definitely think time is like one of the hardest things to uh, manage. Uh, uh, G Pal, this is a show about apps. This is the last thing we'll ask you. Uh, we love to talk about apps. Mm -hmm. We'd love to know, uh, do you have one or two apps you could recommend to us? Maybe ones that we may not have come across before. Uh, sure. Uh, so let's see. Um, uh, what are one or two apps that I use on a regular basis? I think there's a Pocket app. Um, I really like using Pocket app because I'm able to cut and paste and put things in there uh, that I want to come back and revisit on a daily basis. <laughs> and, and frankly speaking, uh, I think app discovery is much easier. And I think the goal is how do you minimize the number of apps? But more importantly is how, uh, how actually, yes, two come to mind, two additional ones that are my favorite. Um, so um, I think more important is when you're uh, having uh, uh, an extremely busy schedule with uh, family and with work, uh, how do you, um, uh, I, I would say, relax yourself? So I have two apps that I use to take a break from everything else. Um, and you'll laugh at the first one because the first one is um, an app my kids <laughs> installed, my daughter installed, and I end up using it quite a bit just to kind of play the game. And it's, it's the Frozen app. And I believe, I don't know if I exit out of this uh, ringer, if I'm able to tell you the name. Uh, uh, yeah, it should be it's, continued to record. Yeah, it's, it's, the fro it's the fro by Disney, and it's uh, themed around the Frozen movie, and it's called Free Fall. So it's just a game. Uh, <laughs> and then, frankly speaking, I hate to admit it, I end up playing this quite a bit, uh, partially to get my mind off everything else. That's one. Second one is Budify. It's called B-U-D-D-H-I-F-Y. It's actually a paid app. And it's a very good relaxation and mediation app. Uh, meditation, sorry. Uh, that are two, uh, actually, two apps that we've never heard before. And so congratulations, 377 episodes, and they're the first two apps we've ever heard, uh, Frozen and Budify. So I will make sure... Uh, for everyone listening, uh, you have links to those apps and the things we've discussed on episode 377 of the App Guy podcast. Just go to theappguy.co and you'll be able to also get links to Ajit Pal. Uh, what, how best can people reach out to uh, Smarto or yourself, Ajit Pal? What's the best way of getting in touch? Sure, sure. If you're an app developer, um, I highly recommend you go to smarter.com. You sign up for the Smarter, what we call is the SPX platform. It's free. You literally have the ability to integrate your app within three steps and you can start generating revenue. So I think that's end result is if you can help someone make money, uh, they will always like you. So I would say that's one uh, uh, area that they can reach out and they reach out to Smarto as a company. And I think if um, any questions or anything else for me, um, personally, happy to be contacted. It's my first name at smarto.com. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the App Guy podcast and uh, all, the, all the best with growing over the next 10 years. Thank you, Paul. Looking forward to it. Increase your revenue by putting your entire demand stack in competition with each other on SPX, the Smarto Publisher Platform. See higher eCPMs and fill rates today by taking a few minutes to sign up at smarto.com. That's S-M-A-A-T-O.com. Thanks to Smarto for supporting this episode. App Store often feels like a black box. Splitmetrics is the only A-B testing and analytics platform that sheds light on it. It tracks and reports users' App Store behavior to help you understand what they do on your page and what resonates with your audience. To boost your chances of a higher app conversion, go to splitmetrics.com forward slash app guy. It really helps out if you go to splitmetrics.com forward slash app guy because they'll know you've come from this show and it helps support my sponsor who keeps the show going. Somebody told me recently that you can increase your reviews by 300% plus if you actually ask. So I am asking, I'm appealing to you now. If you are listening to this show, then I would love a five-star review. It makes a massive difference. So if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, uh, I don't need to leave a review. Other people will do it. It's not the case. You need to leave a review. And, uh, you know, it's uh, content that I'm putting out here for you. And it makes such a big difference for me. So don't be like those millions of people that use apps and never leave reviews. Do something great. Leave me a review. And uh, I would then um, read that and uh, help you as well if you need it. But uh, I'm I'm going to ask you as a producer of uh, great interviews uh, that I I really need your uh, review. So go ahead and uh, open up your podcasting app and just now go and leave me preferably a five-star review and you'll see that that makes a really big difference in the um, impact of this show and it gets it in the hands of more people so go ahead don't be lazy please leave a review it means so much thank you very much